0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to our chat. Today, we're talking about an upcoming vlog series called The Tender Commandments. Okay, good morning, Pastor Ain. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. How are you, Pastor Trish?
0: Great. All so, right. the summer's kicking off, though, in lovely warm weather.
1: Mm, isn't it great?
0: <laughs> I'm really, really enjoying it. It's a little cool today, but. It's good. Now, today we're going to talk about a vlog series that you're going to be doing over the summer, um, and it's based on the Ten Commandments, but you've retitled them. So tell us a bit about that.
1: <laughs> so uh, the Ten Commandments, um, well, hey, I've got a question for you, sure. Pastor Drew. i are yeah. going to start it off. Uh, so when I say Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments, the Bible's Ten Commandments, so what comes to your mind? When I say the Bible's Ten Commandments.
0: A heavy stone tablet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that that's honestly the first thing. It just feels and I think even that's visually, but also it feels like something important, something weighty, that these are the things that we should follow. Sure. Yeah. And
1: and you get the idea, commandment. Commandment comes from the word command. Right. So these are your ten commands. These yes. are the rules, the unpardonable rules. Um, I, when I think of Ten Commandments, one of the first things that comes to my mind, uh, probably this is before your day, but um, the picture of Charlton Heston as Moses in mm-hmm. the movie, coming down as a madman off of Mount Sinai and taking the tablets, those tablets you mentioned, and smashing them. Um, I think most people think of Ten Commandments as being restrictive, mm-hmm. uh, the Ten Rules of the Do's and Don'ts, mm-hmm. and... That's often how we perceive Christianity. I can't, I can't, I can't. Uh, and and yet, I, I want to suggest that if we... I want to present this, a series that we're going to go into, as uh, the tender commandments. And the tender commandments are a loving father giving this so his children have guidance. These are not a bunch of don'ts. These are... Where there is guidance to be able to live by. Uh, so, use an illustration here. Uh, Lori, my wife's, her favorite all-time movie is *In of the Sixth Happiness. Have you seen it? No. Okay, bless you. <laughs> so, you've not seen it. I have to be careful because she's listening. Um, she's watched it dozens of times.
0: Right.
1: And uh, she has forced me into watching it at times. And so, I have bits and pieces of it. Uh but here's the thing, when she watches it, and I've observed this when she's watching it for how many times, she will get the cleaning box, put it close to her because she knows the scene's coming up. <laughs> she knows what's gonna happen. And she's she's can hardly wait for that scene, so she can cry again. Right. Um oh my God. And, and it's a picture of how God knows us. He sees everything. Just like she knows the details of In of yeah, the Six yeah. Happiness. God knows every detail. Nothing is hidden from God. He knows our joy. He knows our sorrows. Proverbs 2 verse 8 says, He guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. And when you think about that, he guards and protects. And when you think about the Ten Commandments, that's what he's doing. He's guarding us and he's protecting us. So this shouldn't be a negative thing. Uh, really, the Ten Commandments, uh, I, I like the phrase tender commandments. I um, The Bible actually tells us to love them not just endure them. And I think sometimes we endure them. I was um, reading Psalms 19 and it says in verse seven, the instructions of the Lord are perfect. It revives the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The commandments of the Lord are right. Note this, bringing joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight for a living. Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. Here it is. The laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. And then it says, they are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold, sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. The the Bible describes God's laws as not restrictive, but as sweet, loving, and a blessing. And so I think there's a wrong perspective many times when we think of the Ten Commandments and we... We just discard them. We think they're out of date. We think they're restrictive. We shouldn't give a lot of credence. We live in the New Testament times. I think that's really wrong. I think the Ten Commandments are timeless. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I want to talk about that.
0: Nice. That's good. Um, And so I think you touched on this a bit, but um, society in general sort of believes that they're outdated or, you know, controlling, uh, to say it another way. So what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, um, and and I, I here. Let me use an illustration of a story. Um, a five-year-old boy uh, learning how to ride his bicycle. So, take the training wheels off. Father helps him get out, and he's on the road, and he's but he's on a downhill to help him ride, so he doesn't have to work uphill. And he takes off, and he picks up speed, and he's like really rolling on those two wheels. And he falls off. Inevitably it's gonna happen. He goes out over the handlebars, he lands on his head, scoots along the asphalt several feet. I mean that's horrible. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you, he was wearing a helmet. Okay. Now, he gets up, he's shaken, a few scrapes and bruises. However, the helmet looks like it went through the war. Is the helmet restrictive? The answer is yes. Is the helmet harsh for the child? I don't know of any kids who want to wear the helmet. Yeah. But ask, is the helmet loved that day? Yeah. You can guarantee the father picks up that child, takes that scraped helmet, and kisses that helmet. That helmet saved the child. So the helmet's valuable. We value The father values. Even the child's mm-hmm. going to recognize, hey, that helmet, even though I hate it, it's restrictive. Mm-hmm. That helmet actually helped me. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. So when we talk about why do we do the Ten Commandments, um, I think in our time, most people don't even know the Ten Commandments. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to ask you, Pastor Trish, <laughs> if you can list off all ten, because I'd probably have to scratch my head to get yeah. all ten right off the top. But, um, I mean, those listening, how many do you think you can list? Yeah. Uh, often we think of the Ten Commandments, we think, well, you know, the Ten Commandments, yeah, they're something about... Yeah, I shouldn't steal. I shouldn't kill somebody. I shouldn't sleep with my neighbor's wife. I shouldn't chew tobacco. Go to beach parties, whatever. Yeah. And we start to think all the things we shouldn't do. But I think there's a couple main reasons I want to do the Ten Commandments now. Uh, number one, Psalms one nineteen ninety two says, "I would have despaired and perished unless your laws have been deep, have been my deepest delight." I think people are looking for deep satisfaction. They're looking for something to be moored, anchored, and rooted in. Uh, There's got to be a foundation. Uh, If you were hiking, if you went to uh, Algonquin Park and you were hiking in the wilderness of Algonquin Park, probably the most necessary items are not your cell phone. Probably your laptop is not your necessary item. Probably, you know... um, any comfort foods are not your most necessary. This is why I
0: don't go camping. Uh, guess
1: <laughs> why you don't go camping. Yeah. It's a state. You need map. Yeah. You need a compass. Probably a map won't even do any good. You need survival things like a canteen, waterproof matches. Uh, without God's direction, his word, then we wander in circles like we okay. would in a wilderness. You've got to have certain things to take you from here to there. Mm-hmm. And the commandments do that so we need something rooted in and secondly i think people are searching for purpose and we've been talking of this for the last what 10 months in our church um people of purpose how do we repurpose our lives and psalms 119 again verse 7 says the commands of the lord are sure making wise the simple uh god's commands give me a purpose why am i here life can be built on this uh I just um, heard this morning on the way in that uh, down in Miami, a uh, condo collapsed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think yeah. it was a 12-floor condo in the back yeah. of the condo collapsed. And, you, and we don't know why it collapsed. It's mm-hmm. apparently 40 years old. It shouldn't have collapsed at 40 years of age. But it's not uncommon for buildings that are older mm-hmm. to have problems that are undetectable by the visible eye. Mm-hmm. Because termites can get into the wood and eat up the wood. And so the building looks great. The frame looks great. But inside, the structure's falling apart. And I really think that describes the foundation of our lives. God's Word is our foundation. And when we take that out, if we take out His basic fundamental purposes of our life, then lives will collapse. There's nothing girding them up anymore. So um, I really do think that, uh, yeah, we need to talk about this now. It's timely now because I think... We have as much waywardness right now than we've ever had.
0: Yeah. And I think it's also good just coming out of sort of a time where people feel like so much has been taken away from them because they couldn't access all of the material things that they had. And so I really like that, you know, what you said about that. These commandments, they give us that deep satisfaction. They anchor us into what is truly important. So, uh, Past Wayne, so what is your plan on sharing these tender commandments?
1: (laughs) well um i I think that jeremiah twenty nine eleven God says, "I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you hope and a future and Of course, that was given at a time of great difficulty, and I think people are living in a time of uncertainty there's the word we hear it all the time mm-hmm. uh, we we are concerned about what the end times might look like the Scripture in Jeremiah 29 was given at a time where the children of Israel were told that it was going to be difficult, but you can trust that God is with you in the middle of them. And so that's why I think it's important. We want to talk about that now. Um, 2 Timothy chapter 3, 2 Timothy chapter 4 actually talks about what it will look like in the end days. And so I invite you know the listeners to read 2 Timothy 3, 2 Timothy 4, because uh, boy, it's like reading our stories now. It's about reading civilization in Canada right now, what people are deciding to do. Um, for instance, we, we, we are doing what we believe is right in our own eyes. We've taken out right and wrong. We're living by opinion polls. Uh, we're asking people, is there anything really truly right or is it just right for now? Is it right for you? People are saying, well, it's, what's wrong for you is right for me. Uh, they're saying adultery okay. lying's okay. Is it necessarily wrong? Uh, we can take a life at the beginning or we can take a life at the end. Is that really wrong or is that compassion? Uh, we can clone human beings. You know, it's compassionate. We're calling it moral. When God gave us the Ten Commandments, He's Removing a lot of confusion. Yeah. And so by us talking about that now, I think we're really coming into a time where there is a lot of confusion and the Ten Commandments, I think, is just going to stabilize us. It's yeah. going to be a tethering point for our lives. Isaiah fifty five, eight says, God says, My thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, my thoughts than your thoughts. Uh, I really do think that that as we look through these Ten Commandments, we're going to rediscover how God's thoughts really are loving. It's the helmet we need. It's the foundation that we got to be secured in. Mm-hmm. And by embracing it, we will realize these are not just rules. They're really coming from a heart of a God. That's why they're tender commandments. Mm-hmm. A tender heart speaking tenderly. Of how we cannot simply survive, but how we can actually be a blessing to this world, our family, uh, be a blessing to the next generation, in a time that we live in right now.
0: Right.
1: So, um, uh, so my plans are that uh, starting on July the eighth, uh, each week I hope to release a new commandment. Probably towards the end of the week, maybe Thursday, Friday, uh, until we go through all ten commandments. Mm-hmm. I encourage anybody maybe uh, listening, if you want to prepare yourself, maybe just verse yourself in what the Ten Commandments are. Go to Exodus chapter 20. You'll get the Ten Commandments. And you can just kind of know which one I'm going to go to week after week. We're also, I think, if I'm not mistaken, we're going to be putting this on our website. Yeah. So uh, this is also... So if you listen to something and there's somebody you're thinking, wow, this would be really good if such and such heard this. Yeah. It's going to be made available on our website. If you go to our website, cornerstone.ca. And you go into the sermons part. It's going to be the tender commandments are going to be in there. And then you can just find the one. Hopefully, it'll be a blessing. I think it's going to really encourage the believers and maybe be a bit of a, a stir or a prod for those that are searching for the right answers. Right.
0: No, that's good. I'm looking forward to it for sure. Uh, well, Pastor Wayne, is there anything else you want to share in closing about... No,
1: if I give too much more, then people won't have to <laughs> tune in for the Ten Commandments. So, by the way, I'm not going to take big tablets and smash them. So, I'm not going to be nearly as buy-in as my predecessors when it comes to addressing this topic.
0: Oh, but it was all movies. It was all, all movies. movies it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't really true. <laughs> Who knows? Um, okay, well, thank you so much, Pastor Wayne. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and, yeah, you always have a way of sort of bringing really... Painting really good visuals of things that could be difficult to understand. Like yeah. that helmet story. It's like... It's oh, it is great, isn't yeah. it? Yeah.
1: and And what a picture that God is... We got to get into our... He is a father who loves us. Yeah. He's not a father who's looking... If he was looking... If he was looking to harm us, if he was looking to make our lives miserable, yeah. if he was looking for us to step out of line so he can smack us back into line... We would have, that would have happened long ago, right? But he's a merciful God. Yeah. Just by us being here today and listening to this, proves that he gives us opportunity after opportunity, and he gently by his Spirit is guiding us into paths mm-hmm. not only for our survival, so that we can be a blessing to the people around us. And yes. so, if we can believe that that little nugget, then I think as we approach this particular series, the Tender Commandments, uh, I think it's just going to be a series of blessings.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. Well, definitely looking forward to it. Okay. All right. Thanks, Pastor Wayne. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us today. You can check out Pastor Wayne's weekly series on the Ten Commandments on any of our social media, Facebook and Instagram, and also our YouTube channel.